Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Books and Ship with me, Charlie Author. Hope you guys have all been doing okay so far. Um, you know, hope your week is doing well. As I said, it's usually a Sunday um, when I release these. So if you listen to them on Sunday, I hope you had a good week just now and hope you have a good one coming up. Um, where, well, I am going to just do a quick um, update with you. Nothing too um, different. Um, kind of thing. Um, I'm on book number 83. No, I'm on book number 84 of my 100 books for 2021 challenge. Uh, my most recent read, I believe, was Air of Fire by Sarah J Mass. It's a reread, um, which I do love to, to do. I do just adore the Throne of Glass series. Um, and Air of Fire is one of my favourites. So that was really good to get through. Um, my 84th book, so the one I'm currently on, is To Alaris in Desperation by Amanda Ross. Uh, you may remember that we featured Amanda on one of my author interview episodes um, about the first book in her series, which was To Astera with Love. And where I may have had some, I wouldn't say reservations, but um, I wasn't sure what I was getting into with Astera. With Ilaris, now that I'm familiar with the characters and where the book is going and the content and that kind of stuff, um, I'm appreciating it a lot more, which is amazing. Um, the, you know, it's a book about witches and vampires, but it's very much stemmed in um, political and racial conflict, um, but done in such a clever and enticing way. So I do implore you guys to check that out. Um, I should be finished with it soon, so I'll update it on my page as soon as possible, and you guys can have a look. Um, I went a bit, I did a bit of shopping, well, not shopping, but I went into Waterstones, popped into Waterstones as I usually do, and I picked up two new books. I picked up Dread Nation uh, by Justina Ireland. Um, I've heard some really good things um, about Dread Nation, so please do uh, check that out um, if you are able, or when you're able, should I say. Um, it has a main... Uh, the main character is a girl of colour. Uh, the back of the book says... Trained at Miss Preston's School of Combat for Negro Girls in both weaponry and etiquette, Jane McKean is poised for a successful career protecting the wealthy from the encroaching plague of walking dead. But when families begin to go missing, Jane uncovers a conspiracy that pits her against some powerful enemies. Sent far from home, Jane will need all her resourcefulness, wit and strength of character to survive. Um, I quite like the front cover. It's very badass. Um... You know, I'm excited to get into that because I have heard good things. Um, and the other book I bought was Seven Days in June, which is a contemporary romance about two uh, writers who kind of fight, I say fight for, um, you know, go for a second chance at love, which is quite nice. So I want to get into some contemporary, some romance, um, you know, a little bit of cuteness uh, rather than the, the heavy fantasy I might sometimes <laughs> get stuck into. Um, so that's my reading update so far. Um, with my writing, I am participating in NaNoWriMo this month. Um, so far has been uh, slow progress because I've been editing the first 25 chapters of Walls of Honour um, and then updating them as I go. So the chapters aren't really filling out the words, but the story itself is getting filled out because I'm going over it. Um, and once I pass those 25, I hope to, um, you know, finally get the words in with full-blown chapters, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, querying with Walls of Honour, so the first book um, has gone on hold, uh, not for any purpose other than I've been really lazy, 
which is terrible um, considering our mantra for this year um, but obviously I've been a bit preoccupied with moving house, uh, with getting stuff ready for baby um, and just uh, you know all other kinds of stuff. So that was the initial update with, with me, um, hope you enjoyed. Uh, now we're going to get into the actual episode um, for this week, here we go. So today's episode is about beta reading or beta reading, however you pronounce it. Um, First up, for those that may or may not know, or just for clarification, beta reading is when, (laughs) do I know, Um, when a writer has finished their manuscript, has, has finished their piece of work, roughly I mean it depends on how the writer feels but you can it's a fairly early but looked over draft that you pretty much believe is going to be the story um it's gonna have a few tweaks you know this um but you can't quite figure them out on your own so you've somewhat finished you think you've finished um but there's still something where it's not completely perfect At this stage, you are going to send out your book to beta readers. Now, how many you send out to is entirely up to you, but you ideally want it to be a set of trustworthy people who you know are going to return your book with sufficient feedback. Um, What type of feedback you want is fairly generalized, as in, you know, okay, I think I need more action scenes, I think I need more love scenes, I don't know if this prophecy makes sense. So you may want to include um, a list of beats or points that you want your beta readers to focus on because you are aware of these points that you want to be highlighted on or you want to be instructed on. Uh, So you can include some pointers with it. However, if you don't, that's fine, it's not always needed, Um, but generally speaking, you want a group of people who are going to read your story and critique it both positively and negatively. Now, some people may, may disagree, possibly disagree, with the negative part because, you know, we hear the word negative and obviously that's a bad one, but, you know, constructive criticism about your work can never be a bad thing in in my opinion that might sound obvious to say but there are literally some writers out there I promise you um you know indie trad whatever who cannot take honesty or criticism critiquing in any way if it's not telling them that their writing is perfect prime example being uh Jennifer L Armentrout and I say prime example like I know this woman um but I've had extensive discussions with some book people about the fact that she cannot honestly be being told anything real if she keeps putting out the content that she's putting out she or she's being told and ignoring it and wherein that's basically the same thing as in if you are not taking on board what people are not liking or choosing not to listen to what people don't like, then yeah, you don't know how to take criticism, right? So handing giving out beta um, reads, you want to get back, like this is why you're doing it, you want to get feedback on your story. And yes, you want everybody to love it and you want everyone to like it and tell you how great it is. You know, as as a people, <laughs> as a people, as writers, 
you have to have a certain level of narcissism, I believe, um, in order to kind of want to put yourself out there. And I, I stand by that for any type of performer or creative. You have to love and like yourself or at least want some form of uh, recognition and want to put yourself out there because you wouldn't do it otherwise. Like, you want people to read this. You want people to like it. You want people to know about it. And you want people to praise you. However, praise isn't nearly as helpful in terms of fixing a book as criticism. That's just plain and simple. If somebody tells you you're perfect all the time and there are some things that could be worked on, you're only going to continue doing the same thing. You can't learn from all positives. Now, saying that, you can't expect to only receive, or shouldn't expect to receive, sorry, just constant negativity either. I mean, unless you are the world's worst writer and everybody knows it and just can't find anything good about your writing, you know, I don't mean that you, as a beta reader or as a writer receiving beta reading um, feedback, should you be expecting to see all manner of, oh my God, this is this is terrible. I mean, that says a lot more about you know the path you're pursuing than just that book itself um but a common thing that people kind of uh discuss um online is negative reviews so like negative reviews against positive ones oh if I don't like a book I don't put a negative review I just don't say anything okay kudos to you but one how is the writer going to get an honest and broad understanding of what people are liking about their books and what they're not um and how is anybody going to how is a reader going to get a range of reviews if only the people that loved it spoke about it I don't I respect if people do feel that way that's 100% up to them um but I don't personally agree with that and I bring that up because I feel the same rule applies in beta reading you, I wouldn't expect to only receive praise from my beta readers, and if anyone's asking me to beta read for them, I wouldn't expect them to only expect um, positives from me, because I don't think anybody's work is perfect, trad or indie, I don't think anybody's work is perfect, and I don't want that to come across as though I read everything and expect, you know, terrible things, but um, you know, there is an element of there is always something that could be um, worked on, done a little bit better, fleshed out, whatever the word, whatever the word is. And I, and as writers, we shouldn't be afraid to receive that, to see that, to hear that, because it can only add to our growth um, as as writers. Um, beta reading itself is a, you know, quite a a difficult thing um maybe difficult is the wrong word but a lot of the time you're going to be asked to read the story of someone you know so that is always going to be a difficult situation because you've got the whole added friendship part and the personal relationship part and not wanting to tell um your friend that you might not like something now i've you know I'm always upfront. You guys know this. Like I'm upfront and clear about the things I like and the things I don't like. And yes, there is a certain level of um freedom 
that I will post a review for example for a writer I don't know and then there's a level of restraint that I will keep for somebody that I do because of you know standard human nature I don't know this person so I can say what I want I'm never going to talk to them again (laughs) however if it is somebody that I do know you're still going to get this smoke, you know, I'm still going to let you know, listen, I didn't like this bit, I didn't think this worked, etc, etc, but there's just more of a, um, uh, not a haze, um, but you know, there's just more of a niceness to it, because you want to spare any possible negative feelings towards it, because that's just human nature, and you don't want to hurt your, your friends, or the people that you know, but the point, I'm making still stands in that do not be afraid to say what you think because if a writer is going to be worth their salt I think they want to hear that from you nobody as I said already is being helped by constantly telling they're perfect it yes it boosts your confidence I guess and makes you feel good about yourself and your writing which is always wonderful but you need to be able to 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 learn from what might not be going so great and the best way to do this obviously as we've touched on I may have repeated is constructive criticism okay so what is not helpful to anybody if you are a beta reader is saying I don't like um the character called Griffin because no sorry you saying I don't like the character Griffin with no explanation to why no follow-up, no extra comment, nothing. You just don't like them. Okay, and how does that help me? Why don't you like them? What part of the story were you suddenly feeling that you had this dislike for this character, etc, etc? We need explanation. Someone just saying, oh, I don't like this, is not helpful towards anything, and that's when people can be offended by it, because then it just looks like, yeah, you're just attacking my work, but with no real explanation. So example, um, I had um, some, I want to say three star, I had some three star reviews on the Anthony D's Legacy, and like three stars on one, on books one, two, and three, and the general consensus was that they didn't, um, they were upset with the, like the grammar and the formatting and stuff like that. Um, not the best example, but good in the sense that that was something I could understand, respect, accept, one, because they'd explained that, you know, it was kind of taking them out of the story or whatever they said, and also because it was something I already knew. I released um, the story quite early on in, like, my, you know, bookish indie um, journey, career kind of thing, and um, I am steadily going through and trying to, to fix it and update it, so I was aware, and I was like, cool, kudos to you, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Um, On my Genesis of Dragons, there was a review, and uh, someone didn't like it, I think it was a three, or maybe a two star, I'm not sure, and, you know, someone didn't like it, said it was, you know, it had unnecessary gore, or darkness, or something like that, and it was, it was bizarre, because it was just like, okay, you felt it was unnecessary, that's fine, but why? There was once again not that explanation as to why it was unnecessary, because me as the, obviously as the writer, has an idea as to why that was included. So then, if you think about it, there could have been, or there is a reason why X was included, but that reason 
wasn't made clear enough in the writing. Therefore, this person thought it was unnecessary. If they had clarified their reasoning for thinking it was unnecessary, then maybe I could have been like, oh, so the learning curve from this, the lesson from this, is that my reasoning was unclear. My description, my exposition, whatever it is, was unclear because it seemed as perfect as day, clear as day to me, but not to them. So you can always take from thing, from criticism, feedback, when there is a follow-up or an explanation, someone just saying they don't like things, just it just doesn't it just doesn't help. <laughs> that's the that's the long and short. So if you have been asked by anybody to beta read, take into account that they will appreciate your honesty as long as it's coming from a place of um you know a coming from a positive place if that is that an oxymoron if it's coming from a positive place because obviously they're like okay yeah this doesn't make sense I don't get this that person wants your help this is why they've given it to you and you know on the on the other side of that that's why they've trusted to give it to you I would assume so basically do yourself a service and do them a service by you know completing it to the best of your ability um, I say completing it to the best of your ability. That is another one. Not complete. Not completing beta reading. It's rude. It's disrespectful. Like we all have lives. We all have deadlines. We all have things. If you are not able to commit to something, please let a person know before they. Let's be real. Waste their time and send it to you because there could be somebody else that they could have sent it to, or you know, just would have been more invested in the process. So. If you know you're not going to have any time or you can't commit to it straight on or time is running out for you after you've accepted it, please be transparent about that to the writer. It will go a long way rather than, you know, radio silence and getting nothing from them kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, definitely don't leave people hanging in in the lurch. Um, let's see. That's pretty much just what I wanted to to touch on in terms of beta reading because it is such an important part of the writer process. Um, I do offer a beta and sensitivity reading service on Fiverr. So it's a gig on Fiverr. You can search, I guess, beta and sensitivity reading um, if you're on there and need such a service or you can search my username. I think it's, no, it is Charlie Author um, on there. Um, if not, you can just go to my Instagram page and the link is there if you if you need it. Um, I've just completed one. I'm starting another one. And it's so fun to get so many different stories. So if you guys have anything um, fun for me to read, please do. Uh, please do send it over. Um, a last one I wanted to touch on is the difference between beta reading, alpha reading and arc reads or readers. Um you know, non-bookishy people, um, I, you know, have arcs, like, what does that mean, blah, 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 blah. So, as I've explained, beta is, you know, it's almost finished, but I need to do some tweaks. Once you've got your beta reading feedback, you go over those changes, you update, you know, you rejig your story, draft 999, whichever one it is, um, and now you're saying, yes, my story's ready, it's gone. You then can send out again to people and say, all the changes have been made, what do you think? And don't get me wrong, you may still get some, ooh, maybe not, I didn't want that to happen, blah, blah, blah. But at this point, it's less about asking for change and more about just, did you like this now? I've 
fixed what you said to fix. I think this works. You know, this is it. How are we? And then it's, you know, basically ready for release. Now, an ARC reader, so an advanced uh, reader copy of the book will be sent out to people before its release date. It's finished. It's complete. You're not asking anybody for feedback. You are now asking them for reviews. Reviews, you would obviously ideally like to go onto Goodreads, Amazon, um, your website, wherever your book is hosted, Barnes & Noble, wherever. ARC is before it's out in the wide world. You've given it to a select part of select special people um, who will read and review and hopefully up your your stars and your your ratings on the book before other people are ready to buy it. So very simple explanation. Not a strenuous um, episode this week, but because I have been doing a lot of beta reading and arc reading this week, um, I did want to touch on it and what I've been coming across basically. Um, I always try to be, as I said, transparent and honest with with what I'm reading, um, with my friends, with strangers, whoever, it doesn't matter. You're as I said earlier, you gonna get this smoke, you know? <laughs> so yeah, um if anybody is in need of that service, please do let me know. My November is pretty filled up at the moment. Um both with yeah, yeah, yeah. My November is actually pretty um, thingy. So if you've got anything for December slash January, do let me know and I'll be happy to help you out. Um, once you've listened to this, um, if you do want to check obviously the post that will be on my page, uh, let me know your experiences with beta reading, good or bad. Let me know if there is anyone who um, offers kind of beta reading services. I can give them a little uh, shout out in the, you know, on my stories and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, just let me know your, your experiences with that. Um, I hope you guys have good days, afternoons, evenings, weekends, weeks, wherever you're listening to this. Um, oh, before I go, so um, last episode I was speaking with my mum and she's read uh, Akatar, so A Court of Thorns and Roses. So either next episode or just a bonus kind of episode, we're going to be speaking with mummy about how she found um, A Court of Thorns and Roses um, and now she's moved on to A Court of Mist and Fury, which everybody knows is the best one. So we're going to see how she, <laughs> how she feels with that. So yeah, that little segment, you know, mummy reads. Um, we'll see how she feels about that. So yeah, have fun guys, be safe, be happy, all of that good stuff, mantra, persistent and consistent. Thanks guys, see you again. I say see you again, speak to you again. (laughs) Bye.